Um, so, what are y'all's thoughts? Kind of going back on the subject that I first talked about on the show. But I want to get to y'all's thoughts on these two matches that the Dynamo had against RGV. Or at least, or actually, let me phrase it this way. What did you think about RGVFC holding uh, the Dynamo to only a one-goal lead in both matches? It just shows the great improvements that um, uh, that the back line has made during the offseason. I mean, uh, now that they had a full professional season under their belts and knowing that they were going to face the first team, this was a this is actually a sign of encouragement for the totals, knowing that they're going to be able to have a, a steady back line. Because last year it was just a bunch of unknowns thrown into the into the uh, ring of fire, and now they were able to uh, able to get some quality minutes against the first team, and now it's. Now it shows that these guys are ready to hopefully take that next step possible in a more professional manner. Yeah, it's exactly. And to add on to what Ray said, remember last year at around this time, uh, the, the players that we have now, they thought, oh, I can easily make it to the first team. And then obviously they played against the first team and I believe got... Well, they just got destroyed. I don't necessarily remember the score line. It was something like five goals. No, 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 no. That's that's extremely, extremely conservative. I'm not lying when I say that the Dynamo scored nine goals. Yeah, exactly. Nine, nine goals. Boom. But <laughs> it, they matured. They said, you know what? I want to make it to the first team and... You're under our belt, and that's exactly what Ray said. It's just there's hope as long as the Houston Dynamo stay healthy for this season. As in, if RGVFC make the playoffs, it's because Houston Dynamo did stay healthy, and all of those extra games that Houston's been playing, they basically didn't need to take RGVFC players. Well, that's that's what I hope for on it, honestly. Uh, then that the Dynamo does not have to raid the closet of VarGV and come for our players. That's all. That's really all I hope for. That we continue to let these players continue to develop and uh, get a, uh, accustomed to each other, and hopefully, finally, be back in a playoff spot. I know with talking with Coach Echeverry uh, two weeks ago. You know, his mentality, his vision is winning the championship. And it should be, be, like he said, because if you're not playing to win the championship, then then why are you competing? And so hopefully we can at least have a competitive team, which we saw uh, in the second half of last year's season. But I think this season will be a whole lot better and I hope that the RGB fans uh, understand this and the Houston Dynamo fans as well need to understand the importance of the for RGB to, to be competitive 
and be one of the best in the USL because at the end it's it benefits Dynamo uh, as well because you're gonna they're gonna receive players that are very competitive that are very talented and that hey hey if they were on top in the USL and that's gonna mean that there should be at least kind of have the potential to be a good backup in MLS because if they're not competitive in USL what makes you think that they're gonna be competitive uh, in MLS so well people that say oh well results don't matter when you're a farm team ah, it's a, they're lying that's <laughs> that's that's what I have that's what I have to say and that's those are my words and uh, quote me on it or fight me outside well I mean exactly because look at teams that have actually won the league won the USL obviously stands out in particular and that's the Red Bulls too yep. the pink cows too as Ray likes to call it <laughs> They've won the league, and they're technically a farm team. Yes. You look at the poll. If they, if they they can do it, they haven't done any their inception into the USL. Mm -hmm. Oh, I mean, back to what I was saying. Basically, it's they they won it, and that's. And, and, and so, oh, you, you need. yeah, I mean, just to and take, so you talk about the pink, I mean, the Red Bulls. And last year in CONCACAF Champions League, they used a lot of players that used to be in the Red Bulls, too. And they were competitive, they made it to the semifinal. They lost against Chivas, but they made it to the semifinal in CONCACAF with not only their good players, but they were also surrounded by USX USL players. It just goes to show, if you're good in USL, you continue to develop, you're going to be a good backup uh, in, in MLS. Uh, and that's and that's the way you see it. You take a look, I mean, you take a look at T2, S2, they don't have as, they don't have as much success in bringing up players uh, up onto the first team that actually stand out and do, do a good team. Because these players, or these teams, Portland and Seattle, the, why they are successful is because it's because of the players that they bring in from outside. They, your Raul Ruiz's, your uh, uh, Sebastian Blancos, uh, who Nicolas else? Nico Loredo. You know, that's why they're successful. They're not successful because of their your backups or your roster fillers. The Red Bulls are are, are good because they they might not have the best players. Well, except for Wright Phillips, that that's a standout. But other than that, it's just it's it's players that are average, a little bit above average. But the players that that fill the rest of the roster, they are they are talented players that were within the system for a long time, and they they grew up with the system since they were kids in the young uh, in the academy uh, in uh, Red Bulls too. By the time they make it, when they make it to the, the first team, they already know how the first team plays because it's the same system throughout the years that they've been through the academy. Yeah. And I think we will start to see that um, maybe in two or three years as in the players that will grow up with the system mm. because of the fact that we're getting, well, we've already, or Edinburgh has basically already launched the Toros school. And I know 
uh, my cousin, he plays there and very successful or very good, really. Yeah. They're using the same system that obviously he, or that obviously RGBFC is using. And so that's a huge step. We're going to see more and more talent go through there and obviously go to Houston Dynamo and even maybe. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, we'll see what happens. The, we'll see what happens uh, this season and see what kind of changes uh, happen uh, within the organization. Ray, you have anything to add? No, sir. All right. So, um, preseason's uh, going on right now, and uh, RGV Toros had these first two uh, matches. So let's go ahead and li actually listen to what uh, both uh, Malik Foster and Coach Echeverry uh, talked about uh, after Tuesday's game. Uh, we'll go ahead and start with uh, Malik Foster. So don't go away just yet. So Malik, you've been with the teams for a few days. How do you feel like you're settling in with all your new teammates so far? Well, it's a pretty um, good feeling to be around my teammates. They show me love. They show me um, the support that I needed, that a player needed to play soccer. So, yeah, I feel good and I feel um, comfortable in the squad. Uh, how did you feel uh, in the scrimmage today? How do you feel like uh, your performance was? Well, my performance was even better than the last time because actually, yeah, I scored a goal. So, I'm pretty pleased with my performance and, yeah. You feel like you're... you're Obviously, there's still a few weeks left until the season starts for real, but do you feel like you're starting to get into that, that rhythm again? Yes, I'm feeling that rhythm, so I feel like I'm going to have a great season. And uh, tell me about the, the goal. Can you kind of walk me through what happened on that play and what, what took place from your perspective, at least? Well, um, I see my teammate with the ball, so I see the space. So as any coach would always tell you, attack the space, so I attack the space and um, my teammate played the ball through, so, and I tried to beat the goalkeeper. I see that I couldn't score, so I take a next touch and chop it back and then shoot to the goal. So it was just a striker in team. Yeah. Awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, so coach, how, uh, how do you think the scrimmage went overall this morning for you guys? Well, I think extremely positive. I think uh, on both halves, the guys came. Uh, I thought we were a lot more organized defensively, particularly the first half. Um, I felt that uh, the combinations of some of the players uh, in regards to being on the same page was much, much better. And that was helpful for us to, to keep our organization. Uh, the second uh, 45, uh, there were a couple moments in which we weren't quite as organized and uh, they, they, had, uh, they had an easier way of going around us. Uh, but I thought overall um, we improved in that. Uh, also, when we had the ball, I thought we were a little bit better. Um, some of the decisions were a lot better, and at least we were able to create some chances. So let's look at the, the first period in uh, specific for a second. You guys seem to be on the front foot a lot more, had a lot more of the ball. What did you see um, in the attack in that, in that first 45? I thought the guys were trying to play uh, together. So I felt that the ball was moving. They were trusting each other. Uh, a couple more days of at least training and knowing each other, I think that helps. Um, and so, you know, they, they kept it simple and, and, and used each other. So I think when we had numbers around the ball and we were able to move the ball around, it was it, it definitely, you know, created some uh, a couple opportunities. So we talked to you on Saturday after the first scrimmage. You, know, you talked about how it only been a few days and obviously it's only been 48 hours since then. But do you feel like there 
little by little starting to come together. And I guess what kind of growth have you seen over the last couple of days from him? Well, I thought yesterday we worked a little bit, um, you know, some on, on, on mobility, a couple of patterns to, uh, to help each other at least uh, understand where on the field uh, we need to be to, to support each other. And uh, there are a couple of times in which we saw that. So that, that was very positive for them to at least uh, uh, have that understanding. Uh, but more importantly is the trust to play the balls to each other there. Um, so that was extremely pleasing. And uh, kind of looking at specific players, uh, Malik Foster uh, was very dangerous in the first period. We talked to him a little bit ago, and he was saying how he's starting to settle in and get comfortable with his teammates. What did you see from, from him still being new to the team? Well, the one thing you see is the athleticism and pace that he has. Um, you know, he's not the biggest guy, but he moves. He's very, very quick. Uh, his runs of the ball are really, really good. So, uh, and I think that some of our guys need to adapt to knowing when he runs, how to play that word early because uh, uh, he takes off so fast that we don't want to catch him off sides. So some of them are starting to understand that and realize that. Uh, and like I said, I, th I thought the ball, the ball moved much better. So we share the ball uh, and, and he's very dynamic. He can easily get behind def uh, defenses if, if they're not careful, especially if they're playing a little high. So uh, his timing of, of the runs was very good. And then uh, the, the third period where you had uh, your guys playing an inner squad scrimmage at a lot of the Dynamo Academy 19s uh, playing with you. How do you feel like those kids are starting to integrate into the with, with the pros? Oh, I thought it was positive, obviously, us being here. Um, it's a great opportunity for, uh, for us to integrate some of them. Some of the guys that, you know, we're, uh, we're identifying and, um, you know, we're looking to see uh, if there's a possibility of them moving with us or the first team for that matter. Um, so it's it's interesting to have them around, and I think at first they're a little shy, but uh, there's some really good players, and, and right now it's just a matter of, of getting them there with us, uh, getting them out there, training, playing, and, and being in that environment, and I thought that they assimilated quite well. Awesome. Appreciate it. All right, guys, so what do you think of uh, Coach's words or Malik Foster's? Well, I mean, uh, I would expect the first six weeks to be a, a, a work in progress. But after the seventh week of the season or the seventh game, I think if we don't get the ball rolling as a unit, mm -hmm. this team might end up struggling the way we did last season. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. Jacob? Well, I... Uh... I mean, he, he said it perfectly. Just, yeah, it is really positive that just the way that the with him and even the Houston uh, Dynamo Academy of the 19-year-olds. Mm -hmm. Very positive. And even for uh, Foster, or even for that player, he... I mean, you, you can tell that he's more confident than he was. Uh, obviously, I scored a goal so much better than the last time. And basically what I want to see is just that confidence boost to say, especially when we get back to Edinburgh, when we get back to Hidalgo County, uh, we will see – we're we're going to be able to win games at home and be more confident even on the road and things. I think the big, the, right big, 
I think my, my biggest thing is is hopefully that we that our attackers can be a little bit more consistent instead of being streaky. That's what happened a lot last season. Uh, the all the offense we got on a roll for about like three four games, and then all of a sudden you you hit a, a long lull where the the offense can, can just wasn't able to score a goal. They had a really bad scoring drought, and I think if the offense was more consistent, if our defenders would be would uh, maintain uh, concentration throughout the whole ninety, and not just eighty plus uh, minutes where we had a lot of games happen where we either lost or we tied. Yes, la tragedia. Um, in the last uh, in the last minutes in the ninety in stoppage time. So if that is re- kept to minimum, I think this team might be very very competitive. This might team this might team be a team that uh, RGV fans uh, look, will love. Look, I, I would satisfied. We don't have that one guy potting in the goals. If it was like an even distribution between midfielders and forwards on a regular basis instead of having that one frontal guy potting them in, that would be great. I would rather have balanced scoring from the midfielders and forwards instead of having that one key guy doing everything. You mean like, for example, last year we had Ricardo Small being that player? Let's push it even further back, although he our main guy for about four to six weeks, and then we went on a spell where no one couldn't find the back of the net. That's true. But I, well, let's see what happens during preseason. These two games, although it was against the Dynamo, I know Darby was saying, well, the Dynamo's probably kind of uh, not playing all of their cards right now in order to avoid injuries because you got CONCACAF Champions League coming up right now. It's still very, very positive that they weren't able to keep them to a one uh, to a one goal lead. But let's see what happens against UTRGV and the rest of the, uh, the preseason schedule. Are you an RGBFC fan looking for more in-depth coverage of the Toros? Well, let me tell you, you stumbled upon the right show for your listening pleasure. We are an RGVFC internet show and podcast by fans for fans. We air every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Central on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash down in the valley. Our podcasts are also available on your favorite podcasting platforms, including iTunes and the Google Play Store. Be sure to also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at down in the RGV. Thank you.